Don't let the noise bury the lead. I'm your host, Tom Frank. Join me on Into Focus as K-Global brings you one smart take on a major communication story from the week that was. We read between the lines so you don't have to and unpack the strategy or lack thereof behind the news. September 6th, 2023. Humanity took to the stars in a video game. Last Wednesday, Bethesda Game Studios released Starfield, a science fiction game set in a future version of the Milky Way galaxy. Bethesda is a brand unto itself in gaming, but they suffered reputational damage with the disastrous launch of their previous title, Fallout 76. Many saw Starfield as their chance to regain audience trust and rebuild the brand. Did they succeed? Hello, I'm your host, Ian Cunningham, for this edition of The Take, and joining me is my fellow uh, co-worker and gamer buddy, Colton Long, and uh, we're going to talk about Starfield. So Colton, you wrote today's blog post. Can you give me just a bit of a rundown of what you think Bethesda did to fix their reputation? Yeah, glad to be here, Ian. Um, Well, I would say that first, Bethesda is known... I think primarily for the Fallout series, but probably more so Skyrim, which came out, and I think in 20, 2011, so yeah. 12 years ago. Yeah. And that game has sold 60 million copies to date, made over a billion, one of the top 10 best-selling games in history. So they built yeah. a brand on the backs of Fallout and Skyrim. But uh, in 2018, I think it was, with Fallout 76, Mm-hmm. They faced a disaster kind of of their own making yeah. and did some damage to their brand. And so I think that many people, probably including Bethesda, saw Starfield as their last best chance to rebuild their brand image in the minds of gamers and audiences. Yeah. Uh, now, I did play 76, and just from my personal experience, it was not a good game. Uh, I did sink a good number of hours in that. And uh, it, you know, definitely like the Fallout games are fun. They're great. And they've been around for ages. The first Fallout game came out in 1996, 95, 96, I think. Yeah. And um, yeah, uh, 76 was a debacle. Uh, it removed all the fun stuff. There was none of the role-playing elements that, you know, brought the fans in. So that was probably, I think, uh, from what I remember at the time, the thing that most fans complained about was, wow, you guys removed all the stuff that we like from this series. Why? And they backpedaled heavily. Uh, uh, Bethesda uh, did. Um, and I think they brought forth Starfield as a as a redemption song in many ways and i think they succeeded uh i mean i'm probably about 50 hours into the game and having a good time i don't think you're the only one too uh it looks like last time i checked that starfield about a week after launch had Mm -hmm. over six million players i think that's yeah their most successful launch ever um and i think too and i didn't really play 76 that much um the the shift from single player into more multiplayer and no NPCs and that kind of thing really yeah. didn't attract me. But I think 
you know, alongside the the cha- you know the change kind of in the game systems, the the bugs the seventy six had at launch, which were widespread and game. It was not great. Uh, I think within the I think within the first seven hours after seventy six debuted, um, that players were already posting on YouTube that they were doing coordinated in the game. You can launch a nuclear weapon, you know, that kind of thing. They Mm -hmm. were, they were all, they already beat the game effectively within like six hours and they could do coordinated nuke strikes is what it was. Uh, And it was like six hours into the game. And now there's always going to be power players who are going to like get in there and play and try to break the game or beat it as quick as possible. But there was nothing in 76 that, like, there just wasn't substance there. Mm -hmm. And I think from, and, you know, your and my experience with Starfield is going to be very different. And I think that was the goal with how they have succeeded is that Starfield, you choose how you want to play this game. There's so much in there. Uh, and it's almost the exact opposite of 76. There just wasn't substance in 76. And Starfield has so much stuff that nobody, 6 million players, nobody's playing it the same way. No. And I think, too, Bethesda learned not just from the substance of the game, but also in terms of development. Because I know Starfield was delayed from its initial release date yeah. in the, the, la- the latter half of last year to September of this year. And it really does seem like Bethesda's most polished game to date, which is no small feat considering, what, a thousand planets, handcrafted cities, handcrafted main missions and and side missions and all All of the voice. The voice acting is really good. I mean, they brought in some top-notch talent. Um, You know, I mean, these are, if you're Mm -hmm. a fan of like... uh, anime and things like this you recognize these voices these are people who have been um you know the names escape me but these are top-notch voice talents that they brought in Mm -hmm. to do all these characters and i'm you're not just talking about like the handful of main characters that you're interacting with but there's like literally a thousand planets you can land on and there's people there like they populated this universe uh to that point um if you played the mission when you go to Paradiso, the, the resort, mm-hmm. and you have to deal with that colony I'm ship that's that in orbit, it's a fun one. Yeah. And some nice ethical dilemmas. But the captain of the colony ship that's in orbit, mm-hmm. and you have to negotiate basically be a diplomat between her and her people and the people mm-hmm. on the planet. I swear that that captain is voiced by the voice of Lara Croft. I, I'll have to, you know, find that mission and check it out. But that's actually one of the cool parts that we did just mention is that I have not played that mission. Uh, and it might take me hours to find it. And like, you know, we are not, we're playing the same game. We are not doing it the same way. So, I mean, that is, uh, I mean, where I'm trying to go with this is, uh, what was Bethesda's success with Skyrim and what was their failure with 76 and why is now Starfield successful? I'm going to suggest that the um, uh, choose your own path that was evident in Skyrim, they just 
really amped it up and evolved for Starfield. And it's something they completely ignored with 76. How do you feel about mm -hmm. that? Or what, what I are your agree. thoughts? I think from, yeah. from a gameplay standpoint, yes. And then from a development standpoint, yeah. I think they recognized 76 did not launch how they wanted to. People yeah. were unhappy. And to their credit, they did very quickly understand that, recognize that there are patches. Uh, 76 has has grown into a lot better game from what I hear. Mm -hmm. I haven't now played it. Yeah. That wasn't launch. So I think they recognized what went wrong. They tried to fix it. And with Starfield, I think the substance is more akin to Skyrim in space. I mean, yeah. when, when, when they first announced it, that was the tagline essentially. But also I think from a development standpoint, the extra time they took to polish it, they very clearly tried to eliminate as many bugs as possible. Yeah. And I've, I think Sarah Morgan, who's a companion in the game for a lot of the, the initial, I think she got stuck yeah. in a doorway once, but I've seen no right. crashes, no bugs. No, I've only had like a few graphic issues, like as far as yeah. bugs go, but nothing has uh, broken for me, which, and you want to talk about, I mean, we can talk about brand reputation. Bethesda has a longstanding reputation of their games are kind of quirky at yeah. launch. Quirky is an, is a nice, pleasant term for it's broken. And mm -hmm. uh, they spend usually, cause I remember when Skyrim first came out, that was broken as hell. Um, yeah. And jump forward now, what, like the better part of 15 years since Skyrim came out? What, like 12 years, something like that? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, that game is great. It's optimized for every platform that you want to play on it. They have like an iPhone version now. Uh, so yeah, uh, obviously the longevity of that game has proven itself, but it was, it was a bit rough when it first launched and Starfield did not feel that way. Yeah, it, it feels very polished from the get-go. Yeah. Um, I played Skyrim. I don't think I ever beat Skyrim, to be honest with you. Uh, I played Skyrim way back in the day. I would say yeah. like 2012. Yeah. No, it wasn't the latter half of 2011. And yeah, the Fallout games had some bugs. Fallout 4, I don't remember having... Fallout 4 was pretty good, like pretty solid. Uh, but at the same time... Uh... You know, it is a Bethesda game, so there's going to be weird aspects to its functionality. I mean, that's just part of the brand's, you know, like, reputation, you know, is that it's a little weird. So I'm playing Starfield now on some outdated equipment, and it runs beautifully. Um, it, it runs very well. They took their time to optimize this game for whatever, like specs your pc has um uh, you're playing on xbox yeah series x but i have heard that it runs not quite the same on series x to the limitations of that but very yeah. similar which is yeah. a lot of games running on both the series x and the series s for example like the series s is going to look substantially different and yeah. not and run not nearly as well but they again to your point they optimize starfield for the S and the X, so they run yeah. as efficiently as possible on those platforms. And I mean, I, I think this is, you know, for the layperson who doesn't really understand computer coding or, you know, game development or whatever, uh, who might be listening to this, the idea of 
that when you put something out as software into the environment, you have no idea the individual specifications for whatever computer system your end user will be having. That's insanely difficult. They really must have sat down and just analyzed what the market was uh, for like the average PC user. Um, you know, I'm using a four-year-old uh, laptop to play this game. It runs great. How on earth did they like, you know, like anticipate that and like a thousand other people or, you know, 6 million other people, everybody having individual specifications and individual stuff just working in their machines. Uh, that's, I think, probably the undersung side of the success of Starfield is that uh, they optimized it so that it's playable on a potato. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cool. Great. Um, cool. Uh, any final takeaways, uh, you know, before we just jump in and wrap this up? I don't think so at this point. Um, yeah. Just to, to summarize, I think that after the, the brand, the fallout to the to Bethesda brand after 76, they did what they need to do in responding to the yeah. problems with that game. And they took the lessons that they learned from 76. Yeah. Some very hard lessons and they apply it to Starfield. We can glean a number of key lessons from the story of Starfield. Once you've recognized you have a brand problem, you should do everything in your power to remedy it as soon as possible. Ideally, proactive planning will prevent a problem from ever rearing its ugly head. But people are human. Mistakes happen. And when they do, a smart brand will move heaven and earth to quickly address consumer issues and rectify the core problems. Brands cannot undo a past mistake, but they can set themselves up for future success. Once you've remedied the problems, you should assess the decisions and actions that created the mistake and use those lessons to better prepare your next product launch. If consumers see your brand actively working to repair damage and regain their trust, they will be more likely to give you a second chance. Consumers who are loyal to your brand might not abandon ship over one failed product, but they will probably hesitate before purchasing your next offering. However, consumers without brand loyalty might write you off altogether. Brands facing a debacle should take great pains to show the potential and existing brands facing a debacle should take great pains to show potential and existing customers that they're actively working to fix their mistakes. Bethesda followed each of these steps and successfully rebuilt audience trust in their brand, returning to form with great success. With Starfield, they pushed the envelope, broke records, and showed people something they have never seen before. And if that's not the true spirit of space exploration, then what is? Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Please subscribe to Into Focus on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Give us your take on Instagram at kglobal.com. That's kglobal, D-O-T-C-O-M. And if you like the show, leave us a rating on Apple. 
Into Focus is brought to you by the good people at K-Global. Unlike traditional marketing agencies that look at consulting, creative, and communications as distinct, K-Global exists at the intersection of all three. The fusion of strategy and creative fuels unexpected solutions and better outcomes. The result is impact on your audience in a new market or over a policy. Learn more at kglobal.com. And until next week, I'm Tom Frank, and thanks for listening.